Welcome to the Dub Bears Den podcast, brought to you by Team 247. I'm here with my fellow team captains, Sammy and Simon, and I am Ian. Now, Simon, what does FIRST stand for? So like everything else in robotics, it's an acronym. It stands for, for Inspiration and Recognition of Science and Technology. And Sammy, who created FIRST? The creator of FIRST is Dean Kamen. Uh, do you know why he created first? He created it because um, he saw that there's um, walking through a uh, was it a science fair? Yes. That um, all these ideas were being presented, and uh, well, he 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 wanted to create something where he can channel all these ideas into a creative space where he can solve problems and have just instead of playing a sport you could use our mind to solve problems and build really cool things and simon could you tell me the levels of first robotics what are the different divisions so first has four levels there is the lowest level but not the not the least level it's junior first lego league where um elementary students construct robots out of Legos and compete in competitions. Uh, it's all very fun. The three of us were Lego League people. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's a step up from that. There's First Lego League, which is a little little older, not quite middle school, uh, but not quite... Uh, like fourth and fifth grade. Around that, yeah. And that's uh, same, same kind of principle as uh, JFLL except it's a little little more serious. Then you get to um, FTC, which is First Tech Challenge, which is kind of like a bit of a more laid-back version of um, the highest level. So a lot of, a lot of teams use pre-built kits. Um, there's, not a, there's not as much fabrication. It's, uh, they, they don't use heavy machinery. More, more of it's uh, they get prefab parts. Um, but then we get to the highest level, which is FRC, First Robotics Competition. Um, and that's students fabricate all the components, sorry, students fabricate most of the components on their robot. Um, and they can, this is the highest level. Yeah, they do their own electrical. We have Sammy, who's head of electrical. He knows all about that. Uh, unlike FTC, uh, you... Most of your parts are made by machine, which is lathe, uh, mill, drill press, while the FTC teams are more limited to that. There is also a uh, not necessarily higher level of programming, but a different control system and a different way of programming. And the robots are also overall bigger, weighing it at 120 pounds maximum without your bumpers and your battery, which powers it. Uh, one, one small caveat that I want to add, FT, FTC teams don't always use, uh, there's no rule that says they have to use strictly prefab parts, so sometimes they will fabricate their own parts, but... Usually little. using smaller machinery. Yeah. Just uh, a little, little bit of info I wanted to add. Yeah. Uh... Now, why is FIRST such a great opportunity? And this is a question for either of you who wants to put in. 
Well, I think it's a great opportunity because when I first came in, came to high school, I just got off a, uh, a Lego team that was in middle school, and I wasn't I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but when I got into robotics, it kind of um, even if you don't want to go into engineering at all, it just set me at personally me on the path towards this subject of interest. It taught me how to use machines. It taught me how to communicate and work well with my, a team that it, it showed me how we have this amount of time to build something that can do this task. And it, it just a good worth it. It taught me a good worth ethic. It taught me good communication skills, good skills with teams and just show me how to work multiple leadership. machines and leadership skills too. Yeah. Well, uh, that's kind of hard to follow up, but I'll try. Um, good luck. <laughs> uh, so, like Sammy said, it teaches you a lot of important skills. And that's definitely a big takeaway from it. And it also, it also, it can help you. It can help set you on a path if you don't know what you want to do. And yeah, speak. it's my, my favorite part about robotics is I've got four years or three how many years have we going been doing four this? Years. We're going, on four, uh, going into our fourth year i've got i mean there's there's stuff that's happened that i'll i'll never forget that i'll carry with me wonderful experiences uh, and it also not only like we, we were speaking about how it allows you to get a glimpse into engineering the way you can picture it as is you can picture it as a co-op or internship uh with a form of engineering that's a lot more fun because you're you're competing you're building something with your own hands and you're gaining all these life skills that qual uh help you with engineering and other jobs in life there's also a part of first is the marketing division which is for those who don't necessarily want to be an engineer but still want to be part and experience this wonderful sort of thing. There's also, uh, besides having the experience and the life skills being added on to you, is the sheer amount of scholarships that FIRST passes out. So FIRST uh, to, will pass out over 50 million in scholarships every year to those who have been on the teams around the world. Now, uh, our next topic is focusing on uh, first robotics competition and what happens during the season. How, how does the season play out? So we're going to start off with kickoff, whoever wants to you know, kick that off. All right, I'll, I'll follow up that terrible, terrible pun. Uh, just to just to tip anyone out there listening who's on a team, don't let your members make puns. It'll spiral out of control. Anyway, so uh, kickoff, kickoff is always a fun time. We all wade in to the build room at what time is it? What time does it usually happen? I believe nine o'clock is when it happens. We all stumble into the build room at nine o'clock. We're all groggy. But we all we all perk up as soon as they turn on that live stream. Now, now, what is the live stream, Simon? Uh, so the live stream is uh, it's what first does every year. 
to announce the game for that year worldwide. It's about, like, they've got, like, probably 20 minutes of uh, them making puns and doing cheesy cheesy jokes, and then they get to uh, the actual game reveal. Yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh Sammy, would you would you like to explain what our team does for uh build season? I mean, uh kickoff. So what our team does is we use a projector to display it on a on a board and we invite family, we invite invite friends, all of our teammates come, sponsors come too, and we set up food and we all watch together and we see what the game is and right after they show us the game and release the rules to us. We all come together and start brainstorming right away and coming up with the ideas and reading through the rules and just right away it's our first day and we have to get it going. We have six weeks to actually do this thing. So first minute, we have to get, get right into it. So what what are the usual steps that we take in our development process of creating our robot what are, what are kind of the phases that we go through so usually we start with like sammy said we do brainstorming uh which is just pretty much the entire team just sits in a circle and we all throw out some ideas and maybe maybe if we've got a few ideas that like it seems like people are latching on to we take those and we try to make a, a workable prototype off of them um just to see if we can prove that they'll actually work in a realistic setting. Uh, once that's done, we figure out um, we figure out what our just what our robot's gonna look like generally. Um, we decide on gone, like a frame perimeter and what our our drivetrain looks like, and we start building from the top up, trying to integrate all these different kinds of systems depending on what the game is, whether it's uh, shooting a ball to hanging to carrying a plastic gear from 2017 uh, to the other end of the field and we tried to design around that game and once we have that design down what do we do we uh well once we have the design down we start cadding up on computer so we have a th making a 3d model and seeing how if these how these pieces will actually fit together online instead of um, in the real world. And uh, once we do that, we can print out instructions to actually start making these pieces and start putting them together. Ooh, Ooh Sammy. So, uh, Sammy, I've got a quick question. What does CAD okay. stand for? Computer Aided Design. Ooh. And we, 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 go, we go from CAD and we, we take those blueprints that we've come up with and we have machinists like Simon here start machining them out on our different machines that we have, mill, lathe, etc. And then we start fitting them together and we come up with our prototype bot. So this is the first bot that we build and then we build a finalized copy later on. And then we have Sammy wire up a quick electrical board. We have our programming yeah, team. Electrical board. Say again? A neat electrical board. A neat electrical board. Only the neatest. Yes. Uh, then we have our programming team download a test program for with basically bare bones code. Uh, bare. Yes. <laughs> Pun intended. And 
we download that and then we test to see how it works. Does it work as intended? Is it easy enough to drive? And then from there we can usually make adjustments, we usually encounter problems along the way, and spend uh, some t uh, varying from five minutes to maybe even several days trying to figure out how to fix this one problem that we've encountered. And yeah, now, one of the you. questions you said, one of the questions you said we asked was, does it work? And frequently, the answer is no. Sometimes, usually, for the prototype, it's no. But when we oh. move on to the finalized copy, we've usually fleshed out those details, figured out how it works, discarded some systems, brought in some new ones, and you start to see what really takes shape in your prototype, and then we get to our finalized copy. It's pretty important that we we're saying this so like we, we that we all do all these processes pretty fast because as a, in as a, for experience my first freshman year our freshman year when we we were pretty uh, late to the game with just building our prototype robot but then with only two weeks left we figured out that it was unbalanced going over obstacles that were part of the game so with with doing this we have to be efficient and um, fast so that we we aren't building a whole new robot with two weeks left to build yeah as as you go through your your years and first you start to discover different things that you problems that you have to take into account beforehand for example sammy just mentioned it being unbalanced so you have to keep center of gravity in mind especially in 2018 where so many people were building elevator bots or bots with giant arms that would extend uh, 16 inches out of their frame perimeter backwards forwards sideways and having a center of gravity that's low down so you when you're competing against other bots and if you get hit you're not knocked over and then you're just taken out uh, is really important and trying to figure out what works for your team and what doesn't work is extremely important. So we then move on to our finalized copy. We get the finalized copy flushed out. Presuming all goes well, you have a finalized copy. You then will probably uh, have driver tryouts or have a driver decided or multiple drivers decided for driving your robot. And then those drivers have to practice, much like in a sport, the players have to practice, so the drivers, it takes a lot of hand-eye coordination, communication, and strategy to go into these matches and win. And then comes the ever-faithful end of the six weeks. Bag day. Who wants to take over? Well, I'll take bag day. So, bag day is always a such a fun experience, and I say that uh, with I say that sarcastically, but also not sarcastically. Um, it is really fun. It's also um, sad. It's also it's also very sad. Um, but so, bag day. Basically, that's that's the end of the line. That's when we have to. That's the last amount of time we have to work. We have to work on our robot. 
or to help, uh, have drive team practice with it. Um, and it has to be in a giant plastic bag by 12 at night. So we bag up the robot, and we're not allowed to we touch have to have, it. Till... We have to have uh, someone outside, the t- uh, not yeah. affiliated with the team, sign papers so to prove that, yes, we, it is in a bag by this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone not affiliated with the team. A third party. Yes. Yep. So then you have your robot bagged up, and then comes competition season, where either A, it becomes more stressful, B, it becomes stressful in a more different, in a different way, and or C, it's both, and it's a lot of fun. It's probably C. Uh, it's always it's always stressful. It's, but it's, it's always, always fun. C. So we go into our competition, and we don't have any time to work on our robot except for Thursday, which is what the night that we're allowed to get into pits. We get a couple of hours to work on a robot, bag it. We also have a uh, time before competition. We are allowed a uh, like I think yes. it's six, six hours. Six like, hours spread out as how you want to do it before. Um, you actually participate in the competition, so if you need to test code or fix something real quick, you you have, in total, six hours to work on your robot before any competition. Yeah. We then get into our competition, which is uh, on Fridays. So we have our first day, which is Friday, and we launch into qualifying rounds. So what qualifying rounds is, it's your, your... 40 teams, or 60, depending on if you're districts or uh, regionals. Regional. Uh, regionals are 60 teams. Whoever wins moves on to Worlds automatically. Those are for states who don't have as many teams as Michigan. Michigan, being the automotive state, uh, has a lot of teams. Well, we I mean, run... it's not It's not only that. It's just states that don't, that haven't uh, been... Uh, that states that don't have districts. Yes. And the district system is more of a point scoring system, as in the points you score at each competition total up, and then the top teams in the state move on. So we're going to focus on districts because that's what uh, goes on in Michigan. Uh, so districts, you have your 40 teams. You get randomly paired up with uh, other teams. So it's 3v3 matches, usually. Usually 3v3, yeah. Yeah. So you have your 3v3 matches, so you have to learn these other team, uh, to be with these other teammates and strategize. And it's a really good way to make friends because you have to quickly understand these people and how they work. And, and you, you really get close to them because you're competing with them and... Uh, you, you go through sorrows of losing and the, the joys of winning and you, you try to be as nice to people as you can and they try to be as nice as they can to you because your teammate might turn into your enemy and your enemy might turn into your teammates. And usually people prefer, you know, be as nice as you can to these people and make friends and have a good time rather than try to make a rival or an enemy. And so you go through your qualifiers and based on that you get ranked 1 through 40 
and then the top eight teams go through a drafting phase where they pick other teams to join them on their lines and it goes the picks go from one through eight and then eight through one and then one through uh one through eight again so the top teams are usually uh the only top alliances one Sorry. You're fine. <laughs> Mistake. You know, you're good. Uh, so, you, so then you have your alliances, and then you go through a round-robin tournament uh, on Saturday. Uh, the drafting also happens on Saturday with a few qualifiers on Saturday as well. Uh, and you go through this, uh, and it's a ton of fun, and you compete, and if you get first or second place... Uh, your alliance, you get a blue banner, which is the equivalent of a trophy in our book. And if you don't get these things, you still get the fun time that you had and the ranking points that you've earned towards states and eventually worlds. One side note, uh, you do actually get a trophy along with the blue banner. Sorry, forgot about that. Thought I'd mention there's also uh, awards that are given out to teams that have displayed a the best in a certain criteria. For example, excellence in engineering, uh, innovation and control, judges award, which is an all-around, you did a really good job. Uh, and these are handed out by judges who walk around and will talk to the drivers and the pit crew who are in pits fixing the robot after every match. It's like NASCAR. You pull off the field, you run back to your pits, you get it fixed up real fast, and then you send it back out again. And sometimes that's really stressful. Uh, Simon can specifically speak to that, being safety yes, captain. Yes, in, in pits we fix our robots with zip ties and tears. And duct tape. And duct also, tape. Also in pits, it's a good time to display cooperation, which we haven't mentioned yet. But yes, so, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, so cooperation means like yes, we're at a com competition, but also we're all doing this together. We're all we could all be teammates, even if we gonna even if we're competing against you. We're, there's the possibility that we are gonna be paired with you. So cooperation means like you're gonna cooperate with them, even if you lose. You'll say, well, good game, good job. In the pits, if someone needs help, you'll give them your supplies if you have any extra or you give them your expertise to help them to see what's wrong with the robot you'll think you'll help them fix the robot even if later their robot will defeat your team it doesn't matter as long as like you're having fun they're having fun no one wants to go home because their stuff is broken and you decided no nah, i'm not going to fix them because they could defeat me we're all in this together that's competition there's no, there's no booing at yeah. uh, robotics competitions. There's only handshakes, uh, no, there's laughter, no air. and and having fun. There is, there is no. Uh, you lost the football game. Now, you, now you get to go home. The other team's cheering, and you're walking away sadly. There's, you're happy that your friends that you've competed with and against, have done well and are moving on. So, moving out of districts and 
into states. States runs on a similar system. You accumulate more points and eventually you get to worlds. Uh, the only thing that changes between states and districts is the amount of fields and the amount of teams competing. And then that becomes, that expands the borders to the world once you hit uh, worlds. Uh, worlds is, was held in Houston, Texas and Detroit, Michigan last year. Uh, we attended the Detroit, Michigan one. It was a lot of fun and definitely an experience I will not forget. I think I speak for the all three of us, and it was hopefully, a great time. hopefully we'll get to uh, compete at Worlds and States this year as well. And once, once Worlds closes off and everyone's had a good time, you, you take your break for a little while, and then you go back to the drawing board, and you start Unless you're a senior next year. Yeah. Mm. Wait, breaks? Breaks? I thought I didn't get breaks. You don't get breaks. No. None of us do. So, thank you for tuning in to uh, Bear's Den's first podcast, which is a little general information about FIRST, and hopefully we answered a few of your questions and piqued your interest in what goes on in FIRST. A good place to look for more information on FIRST is obviously... The first uh, first robotics webpage. Just look up first robotics. Uh, the Blue Alliance contains a lot of information on different teams. It also contains videos of different matches, so you can see the competitions uh, uh, recorded, and you can see what these kind of competitions are like. You can also, if you want to check out our team, you can look up De Bear's Facebook page. Or you can look up our website for more information on ways on how to get associated with our team and help us out or we can help you out and expand the first robotics community. Uh, any words from you guys? I think you summed it all up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Good night.